Amen, amen, amen. Let's give God praise. Testing one, two, testing one, two. Amen. We're, we're delighted for all of those that are joining us in worship. We want to remind you before we get started that um, we're still dealing with COVID protocols. And there's something else going around now that we don't want you to catch. So we want you to be mindful of several things. Number one, keep your mask above your nose as we worship our God this morning. Also remember that you are on camera and your um, uh, reflection on camera may become a mean if you're acting out of sorts. So if you sleep, somebody may capture you and you will become an internet sensation. um, we ask that you would just uh, govern yourselves accordingly and uh, follow the flow of the ushers. They are my um, uh, instruction as far as the congregation is concerned. We're so appreciative of all that you all have done. Uh, we're getting ready to start worship, so we're going to ask those you are able, if you will, stand on your feet. Let's give the Lord the praise he so richly rightfully deserved, for this is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning to those who are watching us online. If you're on Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, or engage in one of our live chat rooms on our church website, welcome to St. Paul Online. Our digital ministers and social media influencers are ready to engage you this morning. So real quick, if you're watching on Facebook, share on your personal timeline, tag people you want to invite to the post. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel and text the link of this worship service to your personal network. And if you're on the chat room on our church website, Click the invite button in the chat window to share this experience with others. And also, we would love for you too, if you would, uh, for those that are watching us online, just put uh, the city and state where you're watching us from. I see folks that are slowly joining us on our Zoom congregation. And of course, we thank the Lord as far as that is concerned. And if you want to be ever so bold, take a picture of yourself, take a selfie and post it either on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram so that folks know you're part of the St. Paul Network. Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask that Dr. Redmond come. She's going to lead us as far as our worship experience is concerned. And we're certainly delighted for all of those who are able to be on your feet this morning. So let's give God praise as we prepare to worship our God in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Is anyone excited about being in the house of the Lord? One more time. Oh, come on, you can do a whole lot better than that. Is anybody excited about being in the house of the Lord? One more time. Now look at here, somebody thought they were going to make it today, but they didn't wake up this morning, but you did. So come on, give God some praise in here. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Our scripture this morning is Psalm 136, 1 through 3, and it says this, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of the lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. How many of us are excited about the fact that his love, his steadfast love 
endures forever. His love has endured all of our mistakes. His love has endured all of our mess ups. Aren't we glad to be in the house of the Lord one more time? If it had not been for the Lord on our side, we don't know where we would be. Brothers and sisters, our choir is going to come now and sing. Please join them in our opening song.
that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Is that what your Bible says? May the Lord bless the reading and the hearing of his word. The hearing is one thing. Listen, but living it is something else. Let us go to God in prayer. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Oh, God, we know that we don't have to ask you to come by here because you're already here. Oh, God, we felt you when we walked in the building this morning. So, God, all we ask you to do right now in the name of Jesus is just saturate this atmosphere with your presence. Saturate this choir. Saturate these musicians. Oh, God, saturate this pulpit. Saturate this congregation. Every leader today, every usher, God, saturate this atmosphere with who you are. So, God, we feel you in the building. Oh, God, thank you for being here. Thank you, oh, God, as we bow down and we worship you. We bow down, oh, God, and we thank you for giving us another day. God, thank you for giving us another opportunity to worship your holy and your righteous name. Oh, God, we know that it wasn't because of anything good that we had done that you woke us up one more day. But God, we thank you because it was because of your mercy and it was because of your grace. Oh God, we confess this morning that we haven't said everything that was right and we haven't gone every place that you told us to go. But God, here we are this morning. And God, here we are because we are excited this morning. Because God, in the name of Jesus, if it had not been for you on our side, oh God, we couldn't have paid that this week and God if it had not been for you we couldn't have gotten in our cars this morning and drove over here God if it had not been for you oh God we wouldn't be here today so God in the name of Jesus oh God just be with us be with us oh God as we sing your songs of Zion God be with us as we preach your word oh God be with our pastor be with our choirs be with our ushers oh God be with our leaders God be with us and God when we leave here today oh father when we leave here today we know we're gonna leave here leaping and jumping knowing that we have been in your presence oh God we know it's not about us God this is not about us but this is all about who you are and who you have been to us. So God, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you for one more day. One more day, oh God, just to lift up holy hands in your sanctuary. And so God, as we end this prayer, God, we end this prayer with our hands lifted up. Oh God, we lift up our hands as we glorify your holy and your righteous name. Oh God, we lift up our hands because we know that if it had not been for you on our side, God, we wouldn't be in here this morning. So God, 
we ask in the name of Jesus that you would sit down in our praise and in our worship. Oh God, as we honor you this morning, as we honor your presence, as we honor your son, Jesus Christ, who went to the cross and died for our sins. God, sit down in our praise and in our worship. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Oh God, in the name, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Come on, give God some praise in here. Come on, if he's been good to you, give him some praise in here. Come on, allow our worshipers to enter. You may have your seats in the presence of the Lord.
If you got a hallelujah on your lips, you ought to let it out. Let me try that one more time for the Holy Ghost. If you got a hallelujah on your lips, if you got a praise in your spirit, if you know that the Lord has blessed you and given you more more than you deserve, you ought to let that thing out. Hallelujah. What a blessed joy. What a blessed joy, what a blessed joy to be in the house of the Lord one more time. It may seem gloomy outside, but when you have the joy of the Lord as your strength, you can smile regardless of the weather, and you can give God praise because you know he's deserving of it at all times. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What a blessed joy it is for us to be in the house of the Lord. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, St. Paul and our visitors as well as others who are joining us on our various platforms and I see the Zoom congregation. Uh, We thank God for you. I want to take, if I could, a personal pastoral privilege right now. And I just want to say it's good to see Brother Leroy Watkins back on the door. Yeah, man, I called your name out, Leroy. It's good to see you. We thank God for your presence. Amen. It is good to see you. It is good to see you back on the door. Let me, let me just say that um, uh, as far as my observations are concerned, that Tuesday is a very important day. Don't forget to vote if you haven't voted already. Um, I do know that early voting, particularly for a midterm election, has gone better than most people have expected. Uh, When I went to vote, the line was out the door, down the sidewalk, going around the building. And so uh, it seemed like the message of taking your vote seriously is getting out. And so for those of you all who have early voted, I thank you. Uh, For those who need the vote, I want to encourage you. We want St. Paul for every eligible person 
that can vote. We want St. Paul to be a 100% voting church. Amen. So please, ma'am, please, sir, uh, come up with a voting plan. Uh, go to the polls early. Make sure you're in line. Uh, Brother Dunlap, at least by what, 7 o'clock at, at night? Before, what time does polls close? 7.30. Make sure you're in line before 7.30 uh, so that you can vote. Um, and, 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 and can I just say that every election is the most important election. Every election is the most important election. As we move forward, as far as um, our worship experience is concerned, um, let me just say that we did not get a chance to have our fall festival on uh, this Monday because of the weather. And so uh, candy is going to be distributed uh, to the children and youth after worship service today. All right. Not doing worship service after. I don't need no sugar highs in worship service uh, from our kids, but 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 we'll send them home with you and let you deal with that. So um, uh, uh, Reverend Bernie is going to make sure that uh, our kids and children, uh, our children and youth rather, uh, have that experience. He also want me to share with you all that we are also receiving applications for toys, toys for tots, and we want to raise um, at least $7,000 this year for the toy drive, and this is to provide toys for persons who may not necessarily have a good Christmas. And here's the deal. Um, you got to follow the instructions on the application if you want to apply to get toys for tots. In other words, they're not letting folks just come in and get a whole bunch of toys, and you do whatever you want to with them. Um, uh, there are some stringent rules and regulations that you got to go through in order to qualify to get toys for tots. So we're going to raise $7,000 to help in that endeavor. We're also um, putting out applications as far as that's concerned to receive that. And then he also wants me to let you know that uh, basketball league uh, sign-up season is take, sign up for the season is taking place now, and we're in need of players and coaches. So contact Reverend Bernie for more information. On next Sunday, next Sunday, two things are going to be taking place here. First of all, we're going to do our Thanksgiving stewardship um, program. And so I'm asking that you bring 10 cans of list of, of 10 cans of the list of items that will be shared this time. They are green beans, collards, corn, sweet potatoes, carrots, cranberry sauce, soup, or if you got box items like cornbread or bisquick, uh, stuffing mix, instant potato or instant rice, sweet peas, uh, bring those items next Sunday. We're going to have our table and the Lord's table, and we're going to practice what we call Stewardship Sunday next Sunday. So have those items. We'll send out robocalls this week to remind you of that. And uh, bring those items next Sunday for our food pantry as well as our Thanksgiving giveaway that we want to do to bless our community. And then on next Sunday, um, my brothers, the greatest fraternity of all, the Omega Psi Phi fraternity, <coughs> will be here on next Sunday uh, celebrating uh, 
Boy, boy, between a kappa and an alpha, it's going to be some, some mess to pay in here. Um, next Sunday, the, the, the men of Omega Psi Phi, particularly the Pi Phi chapter, will be here on next Sunday to celebrate uh, the beginning of Founders Week. And uh, they're going to be worshiping with us on next Sunday. And so uh, looking forward to, to having them to, to share. Let me just also mention that if you did not catch Thank for Thursday, either virtually or in person, last Thursday, my God. The Reverend Dr. Tellis Chapman preached a fit on us. Preached a fit on us. And, um, uh, and this week, we got Dr. John Adolph from Beaumont, Texas, uh, who's going to preach another fit on us. And so I want to encourage you to uh, come. If you come in person, we'll have a meal for you from 5 to 6.30. We'll be serving a meal. And so we invite you to come and share as far as Thankful Thursday is concerned. Let me just remind you, the meal is for those who are going to church. Is this mic on? <laughs> the, the, the meal is for those that are coming to church. Amen. This ain't for you to do a drive-by. Amen. If you come into church, you get a meal. Uh, if you're going home, you can eat there. Um, uh, but it's, it's for those that are coming to church so they don't have to go home and um, pray. Um, those are some of the things that I wanted to share with you. I just want to also reiterate that I want to encourage you, please, ma'am, please, sir, do a couple of things. If you are sick, um, be it uh, flu, cold, COVID, stay home. We also want to encourage you to get your flu shot and your COVID shot. Can't make you do that, but God knows I want to strongly encourage you to do that. Um, this flu season is going to be uh, a lot harder this year because people aren't wearing masks like we did during COVID. And that there's a new strand of COVID coming out as well. So I want to encourage you, my brothers and my sisters, get vaccinated. It may not prevent you from getting the flu or COVID, but it may help you to deal with it in a more meaningful way. So please get vaccinated. I, I got vaccinated with both the flu and COVID shot a couple of weeks ago. And um, if they come out with a sixth COVID vaccination, I'm getting that too. Uh, um, so, so I want to encourage you, please, ma'am, please, sir, get vaccinated. And contrary to uh, some of the myths that are going around uh, with the COVID shot, I have not grown a third ear. Uh, I have not gotten a fourth eye, and uh, I have not gotten uh, three more toes. So um, uh, some of the craziness that's going around about COVID, you know, is not true. Get the vaccination um, um, because it can help you to deal with COVID from a more um, from 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 a better place. All right. That's all I wanted to share with you right now as far as observations are concerned. We're getting ready to go into prayer. And as we prepare to go into prayer, we want to lift up the family of disciple Gwendolyn Caldwell. Um, we funeralized her yesterday. Um, and we want to lift up the family of brother John Robert Madison. Uh, we funeralized him yesterday 
as well, and the family of Brother Charles Jones, the son-in-law of Disciple Pearling Harold. Uh, his services were held this past Tuesday. We also lift up the family of Brother August Striplin Jr., who is the father of Disciple Shannon Wade Mills. Uh, the Grade Side services will be tomorrow at Heritage Memorial Gardens in Roebuck, South Carolina. So we want to flank those persons with our prayers. We also want to lift up uh, Jenny Baker, Joanne Mackerson, uh, Reverend Paul Drummond, uh, Lady Thomasina Drummond, uh, Reverend Paul Miller, and there are other names that will be scrolling up and down the screen as far as those that are sick and shut in that we want to bring before the Lord in prayer. We know that God not only hears our prayers, but how many of you all know that God answers our prayers? Amen. And uh, so we want to do that. So I'm going to ask that Dr. Redmond will come and um, uh, prepare our hearts and minds to go to the Lord in prayer. Would you bow your heads for just a few moments? Let's go to God in prayer. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Father, we come before you this morning. And before we ask you for a thing, we want to say thank you. Thank you, Father, for another day. Thank you, Father, for our lying down last night and our early arising this morning. God, we say thank you because you kept us all night long. And God, we say thank you for keeping us, for being a hedge of protection all about us as we were asleep last night. God, we realized this morning that it wasn't because of anything good that we had done, that you were around our beds, you were around our homes. But God, we realized this morning that it was because of your mercy and it was because of your grace that we made it here this morning. And so God, we just say thank you. Thank you for being a good God to us and being a good God for us. God, you've been mighty good to us. You've been mighty good to us, oh God, because you've kept our minds. You kept our minds regulated. God, thank you for keeping our bodies healed. Oh God, some of us have struggled with COVID and some of us have struggled with flu. But God, I thank you, God, in the name of Jesus, that you raise us up anew. God, thank you for your healing virtue. Thank you, Father, for being the kind of God that even when we fall sick that you are the kind of God who will raise us up anew oh God I'm a witness to your healing power oh God I'm a witness for your ability to do something new in our lives God thank you oh God we don't have to send you anywhere God we don't have to send you to the hospitals we don't have to send you to where our sick and our shut in are God we thank you that you're already there. Oh God, we pray that you encamp about them. Encamp about them, oh God. Touch them from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet. God, we claim healing in the name of Jesus. Oh God, thank you that it's already done. Thank you in the name of Jesus for being that kind of God that even when we don't know that you're there, oh God, your omnipresence is always there. Thank you, Father. Thank you. 
We pray in the name of Jesus that you will continue to be with us in our worship today. Oh God, stand our pastor up today. Oh God, stand him up strong. Thank you for keeping his body healed. Oh God, I pray that you wrap your loving arms around him. Oh God, keep him strong. Allow him to preach today with power and anointing. So much so that your word that goes forward won't come back to your void. But it will accomplish that which you please and prosper where you have sent it. God, save somebody today. Heal somebody today. Oh God, do something in this atmosphere. Something supernatural. That when we leave here today, oh God, we're going to leave here leaping and jumping, knowing that we have been in your presence. God, we say thank you. Oh God, we honor you. We magnify your holy and your righteous name. Amen. 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 If you believe the prayer, come on, give God some praise. Come on, let's give God praise. Let's give God praise. Um, I forgot to mention, um, I should have put Cheris on the prayer list because she um, got something from school. And um, Pierre is playing doctor and I'm playing nurse. Pierre goes in the room. I say, I got to preach Sunday. <laughs> um, so uh, they're at home. She's feeling better, but we decided to keep her out of school uh, the last couple of days um, and keep her out of church. So um, continue to pray for her as well as Pierre. Well, it's offering time. Amen. It's offering time. It's offering time. And as we prepare to give, there are several things I want to share before you. First of all, uh, we will no longer be receiving donations for the Charlotte Rescue Mission. We have raised for the Charlotte Rescue Mission $53,698.57 Can we try that again? We have raised $53,698.57 What a blessing What a blessing to this organization This is home mission for us and so this is 108% of the gold that we wanted to raise. We're going to be cutting a check to them real soon. Uh, so thank you all for that. Um, again, we want to try to raise money for the Toys for Tots. I'm going on the line to let you all know I'm going to give $500 uh, over the next giving uh, period for Toys for Tots. So um, Reverend Bernie has set us a goal for 7000 So all we need to raise is 6500 I'm crazy enough to believe we could do that over the next two Sundays. Amen. Amen. We can do that over the next two Sundays. We can do that over the next two Sundays. And so we want to get that so that he can have the funds he needs to go and be a blessing for others in our community. I want to personally, I don't do this a lot, but I want to personally thank Sister Victoria Curitan, who made Woody come get her offering, her tithes and offerings. Said she hadn't given it in several months, and she made Woody come get it. And Woody went and got it. So I got her tithes and offering that I'm going to be putting in today. So as we prepare to give, there are several ways you can give here at St. Paul Church. 
The first one is by either mailing check or money order to the church at 1401 Allen Street, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28205. Or you can uh, drop off your check, cash, or money order here at the church. Call the church office at 704-334-5309. Make sure someone is here to receive that offering, and you can give that way. You can also give through ACS or Church Life online. Or you can give through the app called Givelify. And if you don't have that app on your smart device, download that app, connect it to your favorite credit card, and in three clicks, you can give. If you have a physical offering, if you have a physical offering in the house, there's a basket on the outer aisle all around the church. And at the appropriate time, we're going to ask if you would take that basket, pass it down to the inner aisle, and our account team will receive it. So however you're going to give today, if you would take your offering, and if you're able, place it in your right hand, lift it toward the heaven both online and in the house, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we thank you for the wonderful opportunity to partner with you as far as the work of the kingdom is concerned. And we pray right now, God, that you will bless these offerings. We're sowing into good ground. Bless those that are carrying out the discipline of giving tithes and offerings. Bless those, oh God, that may not be doing that discipline, but are trying to do something. Increase their faith and capacity to do that. And then, God, we pray that you will continue to convict those who feel like they ain't got to give anything help them to understand oh god all they have come from you even when they don't recognize it now god take these gifts glorified and expanded in a godful way so that your word your witness and your work can go forth through the tribe of saint paul in jesus name we pray let every heart that truly believes say amen. Do me a favor, those are on the outer aisle, if you would take the basket, pass it on down, and let's give unto the Lord at this time.
is astounding his grace is absolute I don't know about anybody else I thank God for his grace cause grace kept me when nothing else could thank you to our 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 praise ensemble and our hymn choir for for giving us the lift that so desperately warranted uh, I know those that are watching us online, on Zoom, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Zoom, telephone, you, you hear it, but ain't nothing like being in it. Yeah, ain't nothing like being in it. Um, thank you, thank you. We want to, I want to um, continue... Um, I thought I was finished with this series of sermons, but it ain't finished with me. Um, and so I want to call your attention to uh, Galatians chapter 4. We want to look at verses 8 through 20. Galatians chapter 4, verses 8 through 20. I'll be reading from the New King James Version of the Word of God. And it reads something like this. But then, indeed, when you did not know God, you served those which by nature are not gods. But now, after you have known God, or rather are known by God, how is it that you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements to which you desire again to be in bondage? You observe days and months and seasons and years. I am afraid for you, lest I have labored for you in vain. Brethren, I urge you to become like me, for I became like you. You have not injured me at all. You know that because of physical infirmity, I preached the gospel to you at the first. And my trial, which was in my flesh, you did not despise or reject, but you received me as an angel of God even as Christ Jesus. What then was the blessing you enjoyed? For I bear you witness that, if possible, 
you would have plucked out your own eyes and given them to me. Have I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? They zealously court you, but for no good. Yes, they want to exclude you that you may be zealous for them. But it is good to be zealous in a good thing always and not only when I am present with you. My little children, for whom I labor in birth again until Christ is formed in you. I would like to be present with you now and to change my tone, for I have doubts about you. I want to preach for the time that is mine as the Holy Spirit gives utterance. You should know better. You should know better. Amen. Over the last several times that the Lord has allowed for me to stand behind this sacred desk, I've been coming from Galatians chapter 4, chapter 3, and been basically dealing with this group called the Judaizers. The Judaizers. Paul has been dealing with this crazy group for a long time, and the Judaizers were Jews who were promoting the notion that a relationship with God through Jesus Christ is not based on your faith alone. Rather, if you want to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, if you were a man, you had to be circumcised. And you had to identify as a Jew. For the Judaizers, salvation required more than faith. There was a component of the law that had to be mixed in, that had to be blended with faith to make salvation realizable. Yet Paul is addressing the Christians at Galatia because they are about to put the practice of religion over the power of relationship with God through Jesus Christ. In fact, Jesus came to show us the right way of how to be religious that leads to a deeper relationship with God. The problem with too many religious folks today is they do the right ritual for the wrong reason. This is to help us to appreciate and appropriate the rituals of worship, praise, Bible reading, meditation, fasting, and prayer. However, we should not be doing those things to get saved. Rather, we engage in these activities because we are saved. As we seek to get deeper in our love for God, our loyalty to Christ, and our willingness to be led by the Holy Spirit. Paul is addressing the Christians at Galatia because he saw them slipping, falling prey to false teaching that wanted to require more than the gospel required. Paul was trying to prevent unnecessary cutting on the flesh that could serve as a detriment and determinant to the gospel of Jesus Christ. This passage lays out before us Paul's argument to stop the madness of the Judaizers who wanted to mix law and gospel, rules and grace that will put people in spiritual bondage. The issues with the Judaizers was putting a strain on the relationship that the Galatians had with Jesus 
and that they also had with Paul. Being a follower of Jesus Christ is more than just about being in relationship with Jesus. Rather, it's also about being in relationship and fellowship with other believers as we mature, develop, and become more like Christ. All I'm trying to say, St. Paul, is you can't say that you're in relationship with Jesus and don't want to be in relationship with your brothers and sisters. As Paul sounds the alarm to the Christians at Galatia because of the Judaizers, he's not ready to abandon them. He wants them to see the error of their ways and get them back on the path called straight. Therefore, it's important, beloved, to be connected, hear me well, to a local church that is disciple-making, Bible-preaching, doctrinally sound, majoring in the major, lest you get duped by cults, cliques, and craziness. In fact, unfortunately, we see this in the culture today. NBA basketball player Kyrie Irving being suspended for no less than five games is being criticized because of a post about the black Hebrew Israelites that was deemed anti-Semitic and derogatory toward our Jewish brothers and sisters. And whether you know it or not, the black Hebrew Israelites uh, have the notion that they are the original Hebrews, that they are original Jews. And I don't know how they trace that lineage, but most of our folks came from West Africa, not North and Central, uh, Eastern Africa. Um, Kanye West uh, has lost over half of his fortune because of defamatory statements about Jews. And, 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 and I, 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 uh, I, I want us to be careful because we as Christians can't afford to be anti-Semitic. Now, now, now y'all looking at me kind of suspect, but the reason you and I can't be anti-Semitic is because our Savior is a Jew. The pillars of the church were Jews. However, we got to be careful about anti-Semitism. But we also need to be looking out for something even more sinister and menacing than anti-Semitism that is evolving in this nation like the rise of Nazism in Hitler's Germany. I don't want to get in trouble for saying what I got to say, but I got to tell you the truth. There is this rise of white Christian nationalism in the United States that is creating bad marks for real Christianity. White Christian nationalism is the belief that the United States is a white Christian nation established by white men 
and its laws and institutions are based upon white Protestant Christianity. It is the perception that America is favored by God with wealth and power because white men are in charge. But there are some whites who feel like that the United States is in trouble because of immigrants, African-Americans, and non-Christians. Some whites feel like they got to take their country back under the banner of worshiping a false God with the politics of Trumpism. That's what January the 6th was all about. This is what supporting Donald Trump is all about as he contemplates another run for president. This is what many of our Republican brothers and sisters have traded in the banner of Abraham Lincoln for the banality of Donald Trump. However, white Christian nationalism is sinister because it is a corruption of putting race before Jesus. And if white Christian nationalism was flowing strong back in the day of Jesus, they would have put Jesus back on the cross and would have shot the apostle Paul on the spot. 